It's just been a lot of learning and seeing what the real world is like outside of college athletics. My job, investment banking, is what I do. It's, I've said it a couple times, but I never like really explained it. The best way to explain it is like we are like real estate agents for businesses. So if I if you own a business and you're looking to sell your business, then you would come to us and we would actually like facilitate that sale. The question I get asked the most is, do you miss playing volleyball? Does this miss does this make you miss it? Like, do you do you wish you were in a league or anything? And it's so funny, you guys, because Honestly, I don't miss it. And I loved volleyball. I was obsessed with volleyball. Uh, But I love being a fan. College football tees, college basketball tees, whatever you need, Mercury has you covered with the best merch out there. We're talking about high quality clothing, inexpensive, and the best part is I have a 15% discount for everybody who goes and gets some right now. Use the code below, hit the link in the description, and go get your merch now. Use the code to get 15% off. What are you waiting on? Go do it. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the It Girls podcast where we tell the stories of winning women in today. It's just me. Um, happy Saturday, everybody. I'm recording this on a kind of a gloomy Saturday morning, but I've got my latte, so we're all good. Today, we're going to talk about um, the ups and downs of being a retired college athlete. Um, you know, I think that you don't really think about that stage of life until you get there. Um, and so it's been an interesting season for me. I've learned a lot and I'm continuing to learn so much about myself, about my interests, um, about the things I'm good at, the things I'm not good at. So we're just going to kind of dive in. Um, First off, a lot of people wonder, you know, you had a fifth year, like, why would you not take a fifth year of volleyball? And to me, the decision was really easy. I always pictured myself playing four years of college athletics. I think same thing with high school. You just you think, okay, I'm going to play four years. I'm going to be a freshman. I'm going to be a sophomore, a junior, and a senior. You never think like, oh, I'm going to have a fifth year, right? And so when COVID hit, just threw this like huge wrench into everyone's plans. Um, But specifically, it gave us another opportunity to play another year. And to me, if I'm going to be real, like I felt like I'd hit my peak with volleyball. Like I probably wasn't going to get any more playing time. Um, Maybe I could have had like like a small incrementally better role, but I felt like I I had grown as much as I could have at Kentucky and we'd won every year. And I just, I felt like I went out on a, on a really high note, you know, we won a natty, we won four SEC championships. And like, I loved being there. I didn't want another year to um, take away from a potential career, which I was, I've always been like super career driven. All my teammates know that like from the minute I stepped on campus, I was like, networking and stuff. People make fun of me all the time. Um, and so I kind of knew like, all right, Maddie, it's time to start the next phase. And, um, so with that, I decided to, um, be done playing volleyball. However, I also graduated early. So I graduated a year from December. So December, 2022, which was a semester early. Um, and the only reason I did that was, Uh, I was a preferred walk-on, so I was paying for my own tuition, and I had enough credits to graduate in December. 
So I would have just been paying for a whole nother semester, basically just to hang out. And that didn't feel very wise. So that's kind of why I, I walked away, but, um, it was, it was weird. And it was really hard that last month I was a freaking wreck. I cried like every day because I was leaving, you know, all my best friends. I freaking loved Lexington. I was leaving Lexington. Um, and I didn't really know it was ahead. I had a job lined up in New York city that I really didn't want to go do. I didn't want to move back to New York. Um, I liked the job. I just didn't want to move back to the, to New York city. And so in that season, that was last, you know, last winter, I was trying to find a new job that would hopefully be in Chicago, which was only like an hour, hour 15 for my family. And, um, I had an internship. So after I was done in December, I started an internship in Milwaukee in private equity. Uh, I did that for like three months. And in that internship, I realized, okay, I think this is like more so what I want to be doing. Um, and so a lot of those guys then helped me network with folks at the company I work at now. Um, and they ended up offering me in March, which is crazy. That's like so late for how my job works. Um, and I ended up, I asked them like, you know, I really want to go to Chicago. Is there any way I can go to Chicago? And they were like, yeah, sure. Like we can make that work. Well, when they offered me, they're like, Hey, can you work in Milwaukee? And I was first, I was like, dang, I don't, I don't know if I want to do Milwaukee. Like it's, it's always been so close to home. It's not that big of a city. And, you know, I, I just wasn't like doing cartwheels over it. And then they said they'd pay me the same as they would in New York. And I was like, well, I probably can make that work. Uh, so I've been in Milwaukee um, doing my job since then. I didn't start till July, though. And it's been a learning curve, to say the least. Sorry, I live next to a church. So that's why there's church bells <laughs> going off. They go off every... We can't figure it out. Like every like hour and 15 minutes, super random. Um, so yeah, so I started my job, um, in July and I guess it's just been, it's just, it's just been a lot of learning and seeing what the real world is like outside of college athletics. Um, I, to, so first of all, my job investment banking is what I do. It's, I've said it a couple times, but I never like really explained it. Um, it's so bizarre, you all. It is so bizarre. So basically, the way the best way to explain it is like we are like real estate agents for businesses. So if I if you own a business and you're looking to sell your business, then you would come to us and we would actually like facilitate that sale. So between you and and your buyer of whoever is going to buy your business, we would be the middlemen of like facilitating everything from like the financial work, the legal work, um, everything you know, we source out the legal work, but we kind of manage it. Um, and just everything in between all the file sharing, all the marketing materials, we do all of that. So that's my job. But the weird part of it is our hours and the culture is just really strange. Um, it's actually gotten better if you can imagine, but at this point we work anywhere from like 80 to a hundred hours a week. So, uh, Usually I get to the office at like 9, 30, 10. I leave at like 5, 30 and then I come home, eat dinner. And then I usually work till like last week was like 2 a.m. every week, every day. But I have colleagues who work till like 3, 4. Sometimes you'll work till like 10 or 11, which isn't that bad. Um, and then we work Sundays too. So I knew I was signing up for this, which um, I always told myself, like, I will never do investment banking. Like, I think those people are psychotic However, investment banking kind of sets you up for 
whichever career path you want to do after that. Uh, typically, people stay in investment banking um, temporarily before they do something different. I don't know what the heck I'm going to do after it, but um, it has been different and it's it's almost all men. I work with about, there's about 80 people probably on my floor and seven of them are women. Uh, and of those seven, two are senior women. And so it's just, no, one, one is a senior woman. So it's just like a very different, uh, very different style of of life. And I'm still learning. I'm still um, we can get into this now, figuring out what working out looks like, you know, when you're a college athlete, your sleep, your eating, your working out are like the three most important things in your life. And those are reminded you constantly. And I took those things so effing serious. Like everyone on my team with their seriously, everyone on my team would say that I, you know, took that probably too far sometimes. Um, and so now it's really weird because most nights I get between five and six hours of sleep and it kills me all. Like I have an aura ring and every day she like is like, Maddie, you didn't get enough sleep. I'm like, I know, I know I didn't get enough sleep. Um, and so learning to give myself grace and, um, figuring out what working out looks like to me now has been a challenge. Um, to say the least, I right now typically, um, I guess one thing I was really excited about, about being done with volleyball is when you're playing college sport, you have to eat so much food. Like you are always hungry, you guys, because you're just burning so many calories between lift, between practice, between stress. Like you just are always hungry. I ate so much and I always like needed to eat because if you weren't if you didn't have enough food in your stomach before practice, you were going to be hungry during practice. Then you weren't going to perform well. So I had figured out a really good, you know, routine and rhythm as to like how much protein I needed in a day and all of these things. Well, that all goes out the door when you're getting like 5,000 steps a day. Makes me want to puke thinking about that, but um, that's where we're at. And so, and then also on top of that, I loved lifting. I loved running. I loved biking. I loved walking. And now like there's just so many hours in a day. Like when you work, 80 hours a week that only leaves you X amount of hours a week to, you know, talk to your mom, to hang out with your boyfriend, to make your meals, to sleep. Like there's just so many hours in a day. So I've been trying to give myself grace as to like, what does working out look like now? And for me now it looks like, okay, I try to get 30 minutes of movement in a day. Does that happen seven days a week? Absolutely not. It does not happen every day. Um, and a lot of that depends on my sleep. So if I have like a two 30 AM night, there's no, like my body needs sleep more than it needs a Pilates workout in the morning. So a lot of times if I, um, if, if you look at like a five day week, Mondays, I'm feeling good. Like, okay, I, you know, I got decent sleep. I still worked on Sunday, but got decent sleep. So I'll do, you know, Pilates on Monday, Tuesday, I'll do, I'll try to get a workout in Wednesday, Thursdays are really tough because usually you get grinded the night before. Um, and so Cam Scheitzak, who was my teammate at Kentucky, said something to me that I like always think about. She said, never take two days in a row off. So I just, that's my rule. As long as it's not two days off, then um, I'm proud of myself because I don't need to like get a hardcore hit workout in. Like if I, sometimes I'm like not in the mood to work out, I'm not motivated, but 
one time I was telling Nick, I was like, Nick, I don't want to work out. Like I, I need to, like, I didn't work out yesterday. I need to. And he was like, just go for a walk. That's so easy. It's so easy for me just to like go downstairs into the gym in our apartment building, get on the treadmill for 20 minutes. And then I still get my movement in. So I'm just trying to be disciplined because motivation is not there. Um, but that's also weird. Like I got, so I got this aura ring and we do with aura rings. There's like circles. So kind of like Apple watches, you can like see how your friends are doing. And so I have a circle with Allie Stumler, who's playing pro in Atlanta and with Gabby Curry, who's playing pro in Omaha. So every day I was texting them this week because every day their like activity scores are 99 or hundred and their sleep scores are like 90, 93. Meanwhile, my activity score is like under 70 because I can't hit my goals. I can't hit my steps. I, I am too inactive, it says. And I'm just like, gosh, the things I would do just to have a little bit more time for activity in my day. Um, but you know, it's, it's the stage of life I'm in and it's not, it's not forever. And that's why I just keep telling myself you all, I'm like, still it's temporary. It's temporary. Everything is temporary. Um, and that includes the season of life for me. But with that being said, like when you're not working out at the same level that you used to as women, it doesn't, we don't talk about it enough. Your body's going to change. Your body's like for sure going to change. We talked about it a little bit on the Emily Eman episode, but, um, I am now at a point where like, I'm really comfortable with my skin and, um, like where I'm at with my body now, just because I, I have given myself grace and I'm not lifting the weights I used to. And, um, it's funny though. Cause like the number on the scale doesn't change, but it's just like your composition. I used to like low key be like, you know, not have a six pack, but like you could see my abs no longer, no longer, but that's okay. Because you know, you're not, that's not sustainable when, when you're working and not sleeping. And, um, so I'm just, it's, but it's been a learning curve of course, because you look at old pictures, like, and crop tops I used to wear and jeans I used to wear, which like just, they just don't fit anymore. And that's okay. Like I've just given them to my sisters because, um, they're younger and they fit them. And so it's like, it's, I think it's weird as women to go through that. Um, but it's going to happen over and over. I listened to a podcast, um, a long time ago, but it was actually by Michelle Obama and Brene Brown, which what a, what a, you know, what a duo there. And I remember Michelle Obama saying something along the lines of like, when you're 20 or no, 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 when when you're 20, when you're 30, you're going to want the body of when you were 20, when you're 40, you're going to want the body of when you were 30, when you're 50, you're going to want your 40 year old body and so on and so forth. And so it's just like, why look at the mirror and be upset with yourself when this is the best you're going to look for another 10 years, like it just goes downhill from there. Um, but also I think the things that a woman's body does are, are so magnificent. And especially once you get into like the stage of life, if you choose to like start having kids, um, the fact that we can make a child is, is actually crazy. And so just giving myself grace and knowing that, you know, whereas you're not going to have a six pack and your quads aren't going to be as strong as they used to be. And that's okay. So we figure it out. But, um, that is something that when you retire from college sports, it changes. Um, so another thing that changes is uh, the volleyball piece. So it's probably like the question I get asked the most is, do you miss playing volleyball? Does this miss, does this make you miss it? Like, do you, do you wish you were in a league or anything? And 
it's so funny, you guys, because honestly, I don't miss it. And I loved volleyball. I was obsessed with volleyball. Uh, but I love being a fan lately. I, both my sisters play. Z plays, Allie plays, Gabby plays, like Leah, all my friends are still playing. Madison, Avery, well, not Madison, but Avery. And so I'm able to watch volleyball and just enjoy watching it. And I haven't been able to do that in my whole life. Even when it comes to coaching, to refing, to like bar league volleyball, people just think that you want to be in that space as soon as you're done. And that's just for me, hasn't been the case. I've just like really enjoyed just being a fan. I, Z knows this, but I, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. Probably why I wasn't that good, honestly, in college is I like hated watching film. I never watched film really. Sorry if my coaches are listening. Um, I didn't really watch much college volleyball when I was playing and all good players watch film. All good players watch the sport. And like I said, I wasn't very good. So I could, could contribute to that, but now you guys, I know everything. Like I know like the back of my hand when PVF's playing, I know, uh, or I knew when each college team was playing, like I, every Sunday I had it on all day, every day. So it's just funny. Like now I really enjoy watching it and I pick up things I didn't use to. And it's still cool because I know a lot of the girls who are playing. I hope that I'll still love it as much when I don't know all the girls that are playing, but the amount of times I get asked to play in bar leagues and not even bar leagues. I shouldn't just say that, but you know, adult amateur leagues, I have no interest and I'm trying to open myself up to that because I it's like, sometimes I'll go to the gym and I'll like serve with my sisters or, you know, pepper with them. And so I guess it's just because, and maybe it's my ego, honestly, because I think I played at such a high level at Kentucky that I'm like, do I really want to go play with, these people. And honestly, there's nothing more that pisses me off. And all my teammates can attest than people who don't take it seriously. So if I get to a league and like, it's just, you know, a bunch of people my age that are playing and people aren't taking it seriously, I'm going to, like, I'll get really pissed. So I need to give it a shot. This is me holding me myself accountable. Once my job slows down or I get a new job, then I will probably give it a shot. Cause I think it would be really fun. But at this point, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, but I think that's probably common for a lot of people who are retired from sports. I'm sure they get asked all the time, like, it's like soccer players. There's so many soccer leagues. Like, hey, you want to play? I know Nick, my boyfriend, he played basketball in college. And he's, like, thinking about play, joining a basketball league, too. So there's there's always that decision post-college. And it's never going to be the same as when it's the biggest deal on a on a Friday game day or – Sunday morning, you have a game at two and you're, you know, you have pregame meal. Oh my gosh. Like those things are, I could literally cry thinking about it right now. That's how much I loved it. Um, and again, like it's honestly, it's less about the volleyball that I loved, which I did love the sport, but it's the other stuff. It's the, it's the traveling with your teammates and getting a workout in the hotel, uh, gym or pregame meal and, Craig always used to have us do three questions about each other on each road trip. So they would be kind of not deep, but things you wouldn't probably converse about with your teammates. So I remember like one of the years, one of the questions was, what's a characteristic you admire in one of your siblings? 
One of them was what's a teach who's a teacher that really transformed your experience in school. One year was what was your hardest athletic um, challenge growing up, not in volleyball. So we had all these conversation starters that really helped us like open up to each other. And there's just things like that, that you just, you just can't get back once you're in the quote unquote real world. So I guess now um, in my corporate job, the things that I struggle with are, it feels very like personal, like everyone, especially in my job, a lot of your um, pay is based on your bonus and your bonus is based on your performance. And so that's very like individualized. It's not very team centric. Whereas when you're on a team, like everything is about the team. Like you have one goal and that goal for us at least was to win a natty. And honestly, like a lot of what you do is for that goal. Just feels so much bigger than yourself. But now, yeah, corporate world, it's just much more individualized. Um, like I said earlier, I work with all men. So that makes it a little bit tough because I actually like working with guys. I have nothing, no problem with that. It's just that men in general aren't as vulnerable. I am such a vulnerable person. Like I love getting deep. I want to know six layers below the surface. And guys generally like aren't like that, especially with girls that they just work with. <laughs> so um, it's been a challenge because I have a couple good girlfriends at work, but they just have different goals than me. And um, and that's fine. And it's like, it's also weird because when you when you work at a job, you don't want to talk about too much about like, Oh, this is what I want to do next. Like, cause you should be there and focusing on them, but, but really you're using your career to get to the next point. So careers in general are just very, they're very individualized. And so that's different. Um, the biggest thing is, and I kind of touched on it earlier, but I'll, I'm going to bring it back is in this job now, like nobody cares about health <laughs> like at all. I mean, these guys, they're 50 years old and they're getting like five to six hours of sleep at night. And it's just like blasphemous to me because sleep is, should be in my opinion, treated as an activity in your day. It's the single most important thing for growth, for recovery, for um, brain function, for immunity. And so the fact, and so that's sleep, um, working out, never heard of her. Like the people I work with, I honestly, it's just not a priority in a lot of their lives, which I get because why would it be unless you've been trained to do so for the last five years or shoot like 12 years of your life. Uh, but that's hard for me because those are things I want to prioritize, but I just don't have the, the, I, I can't even prioritize them if I wanted to. So those are kind of the difficulties, but like I said, it's temporary and it's hopefully going to set me up for success. So We'll see how that, how that goes. But, um, the things that I also have figured out about being a retired athlete is <sighs> you just don't have your built-in friends like you used to. And Faith Wise was my college roommate and she, she was actually a manager on our team. So she didn't play with us, but she was a manager. She would always tell me she's a year older. And so she graduated before us and she was like, Bryce, you are not going to like it when you don't have as many friends as you used to. And I was always like, Faith, shut up. Like I'll make friends. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. She's right. And then she's probably not listening to this, but I'm going to send it to her because she is right. And it is hard when you don't have 15 built-in friends um, to call at any point at any time. 
uh, this morning I was supposed to go to coffee with a girl, um, who I'm kind of friends with, but not, you know, not like as close as my, my girls, my college teammates, but I was so excited because that's, those are the kind of things we did every week. I had like two coffee dates every week in college. I went to dinner once a week with my, with any teammate I wanted. I could call up any teammate and they would be down to go to dinner. Um, I would work out with my teammates. Like individually, I would go on walks with my teammates and they, we just all had the same passions, the same things we cared about. We cared about our bodies. We cared about our success as a team. We cared about, um, each other. And so I I miss that. Honestly, I just, you don't have that when you're retired. And I think it goes in seasons too, right? Like at some point in my life, I will have that again, not with teammates, but, um, your first year out of college is just hard. It's just hard to meet people that are like-minded that have similar aspirations. And so, um, if you're in that stage, you're not alone. There's a lot of us that, uh, go through that. And it's also weird because a lot of my best friends from college are still playing pro. And so first of all, it's the biggest blessing that they're able to do that. And it's also hard because they're not in our lives just look so different. Like they don't have a, a, a normal job. Um, and so they can't really, they still have teammates. They still have all of the stuff that, you know, in college you miss or you miss from college. Um, so that part of it is, is different, but like I said, it's a blessing that they're able to do that. Um, the PVF league is, is popping off and I'm so pumped to see what happens with it. Uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Um, I guess the cool part though, about having friends all over the country is now it, it's something to look forward to. So I have a lot of guys I work with who, you know, went to school in the Midwest. They're from the Midwest. So every weekend they'll like go visit their college friends or their high school friends. And it's just like a drive away. Well, for me, it's a flight. All my friends are a flight away except for my high school friends. And so planning these trips of being like, Hey Z, I need to come to see you this weekend because you know, you're playing and I want to see you play, but also I just want to like hang out with you. And then in March, like I'm going to see, um, Allie play in Atlanta and I'm going to meet some friends down there. And it's like, you just have to plan to see friends. I follow a girl on Instagram. Her name is Jess Clark and she lives in Colorado, but she, her family's from Nashville. Her, like all her friends live in Nashville. She always says you need to see your people once a month. So I'm trying to like do the best I can to do that. But it's also hard when you only have off Saturdays, you know, I I literally only have one day off a week. So like all of the things I need to fit in in a week happens on Saturdays. That's why we film a lot of podcasts on Saturdays. I try to get a good workout in on Saturdays. I need to go grocery shopping. I need to um, clean my apartment. Like there's all these things I just like have to fit in on Saturdays, which makes it really tough. Uh, But it's so worth it when I can go see my people. My job, I will say, is also very flexible. I can work remotely almost whenever I want. So when I go visit Z in Orlando, like I'll just work remotely for three out of those four days. Um, and then same thing, you know, whenever I take trips, which that part is really nice. Like I don't have to take off every time I'm going to go somewhere. Um, but ultimately 
it's, it's been a growing season and I'm still learning a lot. I oftentimes feel lost as to what the end goal is when you're playing a college sport, you know, the end goal, it's very clear. You're trying to win. Um, or you're trying to, you know, our team was really successful. So we were trying to win the natty and it was so clear that that was the end goal. And now I just don't know what the end goal is. And so that part of it is hard for me to just to keep my vision focused on the next thing. Um, and so we're working through it and figuring out what working out looks like, what eating looks like. Um, I'm going to do a whole podcast on some health stuff I've gone through too, uh, which has been honestly really cool. I've learned a lot about my body in the last year, more than I ever could have imagined. So I'll do that on a different pod. Um, but it's been a season of growing, a season of learning, and I'm so excited for what's to come. Um, I have a lot of things to look forward to in the next few months, like see my girls. Um, and I can't wait to see what's next. But with that all being said, I hope you'll have a great rest of your day. There will be more of these in the future. We've got some really cool people coming up. So I can't wait to uh, give you guys some sneak peeks and what's up with it, girls. Um, love you all. Thank you.